Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by Betsperts. We are your daily dose of quick and handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and as always, joining me on Tuesday, Mr. Matthew Rooney. Andy's over talking about golf on the Betsperts golf thing, even though he hates this golf tournament. So um, hopefully, he's just talking about the putt putt contest, which you got to bet on Andy to win the putt putt contest. You do. And decided we weave in a third man here, producer Dan, from the other side of the screen. He's here for Dinger Tuesday. He's ready. He's feeling good. Dinger Tuesday is great. I'm excited for Dinger Tuesday. But I guess we'll start with the playoffs because we've got a lot of important stuff to cover here. First off, congrats on your uh, your Sixers win last night. Two, not the most exciting game from what it seemed like or the final score, but hey, took care of business. We're up 2 nothing, heading back to Brooklyn. That's a, that's a nice... Nice start to the series. You know, I think more importantly, the Warriors are down 2 nothing, and the whole world's on fire, which was just uh, – that game was fun. The Sixers have played two mediocre games of basketball. We're up 2 nothing, which probably says more about the Nets. I'm a little worried about the Celtics coming up. But did either one of you stay up late enough for the Warriors-Sacramento uh, Kings game? You know, that game the Warriors a were definitely going to win. A little bit, but we also had some – we had some playoff hockey last night. Both, both the late games went in overtime, so I was watching that too. But Kings-Warriors is a fun series so far. I kind of hope the Warriors grab a couple. So this goes to six or seven, but that's been fun so far. I saw very little playoff hockey this weekend or playoff basketball this weekend. And I was like, you know what? Fiance goes to bed at like 10 o'clock every night. The Braves are playing on the West coast also right now. So I was like, I'm going to go lie on the couch. I'm going to watch Braves game on the tablet. I'm going to put the Kings Warriors game on the TV because I missed all of the game the other night and it sounded spectacular. So I was like, I want to watch this game. Lie down on the couch within two minutes, felt the eyelids getting heavy was like i'm gonna i'm gonna stay but i don't think i'm gonna be able to watch much of this it's a late one for you too i woke up it's not fun last like five minutes of the game i completely missed draymond trying to step through demata simonis's chest um when i think of draymond green all i can think about right now is charlie murphy's he's a habitual line stepper (laughs) like that's what i just said that's a great description he is a habitual line stepper yeah so like i missed all of teammates in the face Woke up, woke up to watch Kicking them the light the beam the again. Yeah, I mean, he's he's stepping on people. people. Yeah, I mean, it's what he does. And I mean, he's the kind of I wonder how Warriors fans. I mean, at this point, like he's on the wrong side of 30 now at this point, obviously. So like his his career is winding down. I wonder at this point if Warriors fans are still on board or if they're just like tired of it with Draymond. Like it's he he's not the player he once was obviously not affecting games the way he once did did on the defensive end of the floor and it's just got to be so tiresome every time he does something and then immediately it, nothing is ever his fault oh i so would bonus i would have, my leg i would have to think it's getting tiring but like they also did win one last year so maybe that kind of rejuvenated right. the love for Draymond. like if 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 it was like they won all of them five, seven years ago and then hadn't really done anything since then, maybe it's getting tiresome, but like it kind of worked last year, even though he wasn't the same player he quite was for the first run. Like it did still kind of work for him. He cost them at least one title with the nut punch. They win that title. If he doesn't Agreed. punch they LeBron do. in the nuts and get suspended for thrown out of that game, suspended for the next game, um, you know, almost, you know, had another physical altercation in the finals last year that could have cost them. And it's just like, we have video of them punching Jordan Poole in the face. It's just we've amassed now this collection of nonsense that cannot be ignored. So I, I can support what Draymond Green does as a basketball player, but I have to say that. I can't even say I support what he does on a basketball court anymore. So it's just 
uh, like you said, Matt, championships over everything. With time, everyone will forget and they'll die in the morass of the internet. But you said something about playoff hockey. I know I did know that playoff hockey was happening. But was last night night one or is last night was night last night was night one? I mean, um, multiple overtime games. Playoff hockey delivers. Playoff, playoff hockey people. It, playoff it, hockey it, delivers. I, I noobs, I feel like I feel the same way about playoff basketball as you do about playoff hockey. Like regular season, I'm the definition of a casual, like I'll kind of watch my team here and there, maybe some of the big games. Once the playoffs roll around, I'm kind of into it. And you're right, like playoff hockey absolutely did deliver last night. We had two games go to overtime, both the late ones, the Stars and the uh, the Wild with double overtime. Ryan Harden won, won it for Minnesota there on the road. Uh, L.A. upset Edmonton last night in overtime, and then the Oilers fans were throwing some debris and stuff onto the ice. That was no, fun. Happy um, Canadians. Yeah, it's, it'd be real interesting to see Connor McDavid have. Well, I guess last year wouldn't call an early exit, but they did get swept in the conference finals. See, seeing him give another early exit from a playoff would be interesting. Uh, Carolina held on to beat the the Islanders just two to one last night, so that was an exciting game. And even Boston, who's you know best team, best regular season in NHL history, uh, played a pretty close game with the Panthers. So all four games last night were a lot of fun. We got four more tonight. I did hit a bet last night. I just had a had a favorite to parlay in the two early matchups. I parlayed the uh, the Hurricanes and the Bruins money lines. I paid like plus one sixty five, something like that. So I hit. Uh, I'm going with something similar tonight. And then yes, J- Jason, I did take your advice and I did go for a, a first goal scorer. Um, because it's bet rivers that has the promotions first goal score insurance, which is if you're, if you bet player to score the first goal, they don't score the first goal, but they score in the game. You get your money back. I believe it's either get your money back or win, whatever you get your money back. I believe. Um, so I did go with that one. That one's going to be a little bit of a Homer pick. I'll start with the parlay. Uh, going to take the Colorado avalanche over Seattle. This is Seattle's had a really nice year. They started out really hot. They, don't want to quite say faded down the stretch, but they kind of leveled out down the stretch, whereas the Avalanche kind of picked things up and got a whole lot better. Um, they're the experienced uh, Stanley Cup winners. They're getting healthier. They're not going to be without uh, – they're going to be without their captain, Gabriel Landeskog, I believe, for the entire playoffs. But they're, for the most part, getting healthier. Um, and this is a veteran, really good, still talented team going up against a young up-and-coming team in their first playoff. Um uh, it's a home game for Colorado. I like Colorado to go out and win tonight. I think it's a pretty big stage for Seattle to go out and try and win that game. Not to say they, they won't make it a series, won't compete, but I think this is a spot where Colorado goes out and gets a win. And then I'm going to take Vegas uh, on the money line against the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg last week or so of the season got a little bit better, but they kind of stumbled in the second half. Vegas is getting healthier. Uh, Mark Stone's going to be back in the lineup for him. Their captain, he's one of their best players. Uh, he's a very nice welcome addition for them. Uh, Vegas did take all three games against Winnipeg this year as well. One of them went to overtime, um, but they again three and zero against the Jets. So I'm going to take Vegas at home on the money line, uh, parlay those two. You got plus one fifty, and then yeah, Patrick Kane anytime goal scorer. You go to Fanduel. I took his anytime odds at Fanduel. Um, he's like the sixth or seventh option down there. I think that's way too much value at plus two ninety. This is his first playoff game since 2020 uh, in the bubble, and I mean that even that's kind of like. It's a playoff game, but is it really a playoff game? It's his first real playoff game kind of since 2017. 
The Blackhawks have been obviously very bad for the last however many years with him there. Um, he was talking the other day about how the playoffs are his favorite time to shine, you know, his time to shine, his favorite stage. He wants to really get back and, and make his mark. And I think he's going to have a very good playoff for the New York Rangers. So give me get him to score at plus 290 against the Devils tonight on the road. And then, yeah, his first goal score odds on Bet Rivers are plus 1600. So I'll take that too. So give me Kane first goal score plus 600, 1600 for the uh, the first bet and their first goal score insurance. And yeah, give me him anytime goal score plus 290. I like these kind of like refund things. And I see Coogan played dry sidle last night. Did we just play dry sidle every game? And yeah, it's, it's dry sidle and, and McDavid are never, they're never bad first goal score bets. But it's, it, you can't really go wrong. And if you lose it, you lose it. It's whatever. Yeah, it's uh, just, to, just to clean up the promotion, place a real money wager on any player to score the first goal of the game. Receive your wager back as a bonus bet up to $25 if they score any time other than first. That is at the Bet River Sugar House, uh, depending on what state yeah. you're in, book. So there you go. Now I'm going to be exploring some of these the rest of the night. I don't know how to come up with a formula like I do for Dinger Tuesday, which we will get to in a second. But playoff basketball tonight, two games, three games. Three games. Apparently, my Hawks play tonight, don't they? They do. You're, uh, you're probably going to watch something else, but the Hawks will Yeah, play. no, I'm definitely not going to watch the Hawks play. Watch some playoff hockey, Dan. I might. I don't know. I feel like there was something on tonight that I wanted to watch, but I, I guess not. I don't know. I might watch some of the hockey. I'm, Rangers-Devils rivalry matchup. Come on now. I mean, the, 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 the Suns-Clippers game is tonight also correct, Noops. So, like, that's one. That series, like you mentioned it yesterday, like that's a really interesting series now. Didn't think it was going to be going in, but you know now this is a must. Obviously, a must win for Phoenix at home. But uh, you like you like a a game in the Eastern Conference this evening, or at least a bet there. Yeah, three games tonight. Again, your Hawks, big underdogs, the Celtics. The Celtics really are a terrible matchup for you guys. And as much as I expect Atlanta to shoot better and score more points, it's just tough, I think, for them to stay even within a big number against a Celtics team that has struggled to put teams away. And, and that Clippers-Suns game, ugh, what a trap game that that is. I know traps don't exist, but Scott Foster's refing tonight. And if you didn't already know, Chris Paul never wins when Scott Foster is refing. He's something like 2-17 and 17 in the postseason when Scott Foster is on the floor. So it's just amazing to me that the NBA keeps putting him in Chris Paul games. It's either the most obvious attempt to fix basketball games in the history of, of forever, or it's just one of those things where it's like, if we keep doing this, people will have to think we're going to fix it. We couldn't be this dumb. But like at this point, this is just nuts. And it feels like everyone that bet the Warriors last night is chasing tonight on the Clippers. I show maybe a little bit of value on the Clippers here. I don't mind a bet on Clippers plus eight and a half, but it's just weird. So Clippers are passed, but I'm happy to let that one go. Um, but yeah, this Knicks Cavs game, the total sits here at 214 and a half. Um, it just looks too high here. And again, I bet even 214. Looks like it's ticking up a little bit. I'm not quite sure why. You saw the pace of that first game. You know, the shooting numbers were actually pretty good. I just think these two teams, again, are happy to play defensive basketball, are good at slowing each other down, and uh, had this total, you know, closer to 209, 210, you know, even before adjusting for kind of what happened in that last game there. So it just looks like a really nice under spot. You know, we'll see what happens here. Cleveland, you know, bounce back spot for them. They're generally great at home, especially defensively. We'll see what kind of adjustments Bickerstaff can make, but it's really tough for them to have that fifth guy on the floor. I mean, 
Mitchell, Garland, Mobley, Allen, all really fantastic. But, you know, Okoro, Kevin Love, anybody that you're kind of rolling into that fifth spot really just gets attacked over and over and over again. So we'll see if they can figure out ways to kind of help things out there. I do think Cleveland gets it done, but I'll take the under there. And yeah, go ahead and bet the Clippers tonight if you want. I'm just, it's too weird. I'm happy to let it go. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Chris Paul thing is super weird. Um, it is kind of strange because you would think the league would want the Suns to win that game. You would think they would want, that's like a 4-5 series. It's the Clippers, it's Kawhi, it's Kevin Durant. Like, you would think that, unless they want, like, you would think they would want the Suns to, to win. I have so, no idea. Just yeah. it, it confounds me. I, you know, I'm sure that there's some sort of random assignment process or based on where you are and what games you get and blah, 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 blah. But I would have anybody go in there and say, no matter what it spits out, Scott Foster never refs another Chris Paul game forever. Right. Like, we're just, we're done with that. Like, yeah. I, but I, here we are. So, you know, here, and here we are and it's going to happen. And now I definitely want to watch it because, you know, Chris Paul was also not shy about his thoughts about Scott Foster either. So he's talked about it publicly a lot. Yeah, I'm like, wonder how much in fines he's paid as a result of yeah. that. I'm sure he supported a, a charity or two. That's a good question to kind of how many times has he gotten fined for criticizing Scott Foster? Um, so Kevin Hilmer says, watch the Braves because I didn't say what I didn't know what I was going to watch. And he says, watch the Braves smash Blake smelt smell. And I'm hoping that that was intentional and not. An autocorrect. Actually, I'm hoping that's an autocorrect because obviously that's Blake Snell. Uh, sure, the Braves yeah, offense is really now. good. Uh, you can never go wrong watching Spencer Strider pitch for the Braves. He's just going to throw gas. Wasn't great in his last start, but who knows? So we'll see. But it is Tuesday. We talked about it. It is Dinger Tuesday. One more time for the people who may not have heard the show when we talk about this. It's a FanDuel promotion. You bet $25 on any player to hit a home run in a baseball game and for every home run hit in that game, you get a $5 bonus bet up to $25. So uh, even if your guy doesn't hit a home run, which I have yet to hit one, which is why I hijacked the show to do this today, because I want to hit one of these <laughs> damn Dinger Tuesday bets. So um, what's a good play? What would you say, guys, is the best ballpark to just think there's probably going to be a home run hit in? Colorado. Colorado. Course. I field. said Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium's a good one. I know somebody on my home, my park. Great American Citizens Ballpark Bank. in Cincinnati, also a good one. But the Sox Park, up, guaranteed uh, right field has a very short right field as well. Uh, the uh, the ballpark Not in the Cincinnati, Sox the pitching it. matchup I didn't love. But tonight we have the Rockies and the Pirates playing at Coors Field in Colorado. It is a the total in that game. The last time I checked was up to thirteen in Colorado this evening. Uh, you have two really like mediocre ass pitchers. You have Vince Velasquez pitching for the Pirates. You have Jose Urania pitching for the Colorado Rockies. Both guys have given up a ton of fly balls this season. So the ball and the uh, the park factors are favorable towards home runs. So I'm going to Coors. I'm going to take a swing on it. Pun, I guess, partially intended. And we're going to go with Brian Reynolds of the Pirates at plus 340 as my Dinger Tuesday pick. Like I said, the conditions are expected to be ripe for home runs. Uh, it is going to be windy with winds blowing out to right field. Reynolds is a switch hitter. He is he has a 740 slugging percentage against right-handed pitchers this season with five home runs and 15 RBIs, although has not homered in his last nine games, so one could argue he's due. Like I said, he's facing Jose Urania, who is absolutely terrible. He's given 
given up five home runs and 10 innings pitched this season has only induced a ground ball rate of 37.5% so far this season. You want your pitchers to be above 50% on that metric because obviously fly balls can become home runs uh, pretty quickly. And he has a hard hit percentage of 47.5%. So 47.5% of balls that are put in play against him are hard hit. So uh, that's for me. I'm going to go with Brian Reynolds of the Pirates at plus 340. If you want to bet that game, if you want to go on the other side, CJ Crone from the Rockies is absolutely yeah. mashing right now too. So I don't hate that pick. I'm just going to go with the guy who's a little bit longer odds here in Brian Reynolds, but I think we're going to see home runs and I'm very, very confident of nothing else. I will get my money back in, in bonus bets on that. And Matt, I know you also have a Dinger Tuesday bet. I do. I went with... Uh... Uh, Kevin's got a comment there about Lance Lynn giving up a lot of homers in Sox Phillies or in uh, this this year in the Sox host the Phillies today. I, Kyle Schwarber is probably the safe pick in that game. I think Lance Lynn has given up six homers uh, so far through four starts this year. I want to say um, off the top of my head, yeah, in sixteen innings he's given up six homers, so he's giving up a lot of homers. I'm going to go on the other side of this one though and take the, the little more juice with Jake Berger at plus four eighty to go deep. First off, just a great baseball name. Jake Berger. It sounds like a guy that mashes. It's a good sports team uh, in general. It is. And as bad as the White Sox have been tackle. this year, um, all all around and offensively, especially Jake Berger has been one of the one of the lone bright spots. He's played eight games in eight games. He's got twenty at bats, four home runs in twenty at bats. He's got three in a. He's got uh, three in his last three games one in each game. So give me him early uh, in the year. I'm going to take the early game because you never know who's going to play in the late game. Uh, plus 480 for my Dinger Tuesday bet because I really like that juice. But if you want to take a little bit of a safer option, Kyle Schwarber to take Lance Lynn deep is, is probably the safe bet. I think he's like plus 260, plus 255, something like that. Um, so either one of those bets you can't go wrong with. I love it. I like this. This is fun. I mean, it's, it's kind of best. like betting first touchdowns, but not as not as much not quite as fun yeah yeah i mean the I mean, first touchdown the first touchdown is the greatest bet man kudos kudos to you for like making that your niche because usually at the very least it's settled pretty early mm-hmm. and then it kind of gets funny if not like if you get to halftime and there hasn't been a touchdown scored and you're so NFL nervous football game one you're nervous but two it's just hilarious i will say though however i think the no touchdown scored bet is probably the worst bet imaginable because it is just the worst sweat. Like sweat. I, I bet one last year and got to halftime and was pretty confident. Is that, that Virginia was, Tech, NC State? Yes, it was a college football. You're oh, right. Yeah, yeah, it yes. was. We had, we had the under and no touchdown scored in that. I think we talked about it on the Blogger Bowl. Yeah. And, and it, it was 0 0 at halftime and somehow the over 38. Oh, NC State. Whatever what happened was NC State put in an actual decent quarterback. Yeah. It, it was, was after. It was, it was after what's his name got hurt. Devin Leary got hurt. They were playing their backup who was awful. Then they put the freshman in and it was like, oh, wait, why weren't they just playing this guy to begin with? Nevertheless, uh, first Terrible touchdown bets that beats coming back. I do have an NFL thing I do want to do at the very, 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 very end of the show because I just saw a kind of hilarious tweet. But before we do that uh, and before I do try to, to win a soccer bet for the first time and who the fuck knows how long it's been, <laughs> we're still playing tennis in Stuttgart. Stuttgart did up, baby. We um, a couple picks here. Actually, just picks. Um, I believe I talked about both of these yesterday. We do have uh, the second half of our parlay from yesterday to close out this afternoon. Krejcikova plays Samson over around. Looks like it's 2 p.m. Eastern or so. So um, got that to cheer for. But also got the first leg under. And as I talked about yesterday, Coke overs are back, baby. 
Goff plays Veronica Kudermatova here in what should be an absolute battle. Uh, both women generally play very tight matches, especially once against one another. Clay would make things a little tougher, but being indoors here, it's a little bit faster. I'm not quite as worried as, as the translation there for either player. And again, 21 minus 15, that's just too low. It should be 21 and a half, uh, probably even juiced a little bit there. So 21 and a half at standard juice or better. 21, even at minus 120, looks pretty good to me there. Expecting a long match. And if I'm playing the over 21, I have to play the first set over nine and a half there, plus 110. Um, didn't, again, see too many options for this yet. Might look for a 10 and a half tomorrow morning or later tonight, see if some of those things open up. But yeah, Coke overs are back in Stuttgart. It, you have you have Coke overs against an Ova, who we also love as the Cooter Monster. What more could you want in a tennis bet? I, just, I don't know. I don't think there's anything that you could want more than that. Coco Goff overs or something. Uh, Champions League is back. The only reason I, I, I bet I picked anything is because I know we get to it and you guys are like, oh, is there any soccer today? And then you're like, oh, the Champions League. Let's just bet all the unders. And I don't necessarily hate that idea. I just was like, you know what? I'm going to try to make a play on something because I haven't won. Are these first leg or second legs? Second legs. That's a big um, difference. It is a big difference. Second legs. I'll talk about both games. Uh, the second, the, the other game that I did not bet is the Real Madrid Chelsea game. Uh, that's the second leg. Real Madrid won two nothing at home in the first leg. So they are playing in London today. I don't want any piece of that game because Chelsea has been just dog shit. They have been terrible over the past couple of weeks. They fired their manager, Graham Potter, just six months into his tenure. They gave the job to Frank Lampard as the caretaker. Uh, they got beat by Brighton in his first match the other day. They are awful. And like Real Madrid, they're not good. Real Madrid just somehow manages to win this turn, this Champions League every year. This Champions League, I sound like an old person, manages to win the Champions League like every other year. Um, I think that there, I, I, I know I saw Nukes pointing down for the under there. Under I, and draw. The, the, the one thing that kind of concerns me is like this feels like a game where Vinicius Jr. is going to be able to just counterattack like crazy and set up guys to score. But like, I just want no, no part of that game. And I'm not taking a side or a total in the other game. I'm taking a player prop in this one. And it's, you know, I, I've talked about Napoli. I've bet Napoli on the show before. I love Napoli. I have a future on them to win the Champions League. They're at home today against AC Milan. They lost the first leg 1-0. Uh, they actually lost 4-0 to AC Milan in league play a few weeks ago. Uh, they've, they've been kind of in coast mode because they're going to win Serie A for the first time in almost 40 years, and they're going to win it easily. Uh, but part of the reason they've been struggling is because their best goal scorer, Victor Osiemen, has been out with an injury. He returned off the bench on uh, on the weekend, and he is expected to be in the starting lineup today. So you'll see the qualifier here. Uh, if you're And if you're listening uh, to the podcast, I, I put in parentheses, as long as he starts, I'm expecting him to. But I like him with at least two shots on goal at plus 110 today. They need to score at least one goal to force extra time. Obviously, you don't want to leave that to chance. So they'd like to win by multiple goals if they can. He's their top goal scorer. He's their guy. So I like them to try to get him the ball and see if, what he can do try to put some past AC Milan into the back of the net and score. So Victor Osiemen, two plus shots on goal at plus 110 is my Champions League bet for the day. I, I don't know what to expect. Neither, like, Napoli's been kind of coasting as of late. Uh, AC Milan, they won one nothing in the first leg. They beat them 4 nothing in the regular in league play, like I said. Other than that, though, they've been pretty mediocre in Serie A play otherwise over the last couple of months. So it's a weird tournament. Like, they're in fourth place, I think, right now in Serie A. 
they'll probably end up in the Champions League next year, no matter what. But like, man, that they, they haven't won this event since 2007. They have the second most Champions League titles ever. But they, like I said, they haven't won since 07. So should be interesting. Two teams that know each other very well in the same league. Uh, it should be fun. I, that one's going to be on Paramount Plus. The other game will be on. And the thing I hate about it is like, obviously, Real Madrid's like the most popular team in the world, and Chelsea is English, so they are very popular in the United States. So like, that's the TV game today. But like, who can, like Real Madrid? Like, it's like you said, it's probably like much rather one, watch the Italians. It's like zero zero one one written all over it there, and the the game with the Italian teams is just kind of who knows. Talk me out of Napoli over one and a half goals plus one oh eight. That seems uh, too easy. Is it that does too easy? Too, it seems too easy to me. I guess the only thing that I can imagine is maybe AC Milan's going to be very defensive. And, like, it was an adductor injury for Oseman. So, if, like, if he tweaks something, then suddenly it's like, who knows? Um, I just, like, I'm taking something. I'm not going to just try to bet on teams scoring goals anymore. I feel like everything I've thought with soccer has been wrong as of late. So, like, I'm just going to go with a player prop that feels a little bit more uh, – kind of a little bit more safe than just, Hey, they're going to score goals. Cause he just has to shoot the ball on goal. He doesn't have to actually put it past the goalkeeper. So who the hell knows? I just, I, it, it seems like Napoli over one and a half seems like it makes a lot of sense in my brain, but no. Napoli over one and a half draw or under two. There you go. I like it. Is that, like is that, that our official soccer pick that we're undefeated in noobs? <laughs> yeah, it's only live, live random soccer plays. Okay. Put, it, put it on the line today. We'll go under two and a half as the official Chelsea Real Madrid play. In. And then Napoli over one and a half goals. Lock it in. We're in. All right. And the last thing I want to bring up today, because I saw I just saw this tweet. Uh, this is Adam Burns, who is the sportsbook manager at Bet Online. Bet Online Burns. Uh, if you missed the news this morning, uh, the Bills announced that DeMar Hamlin has been cleared to return to all football activities. Uh, and so Adam Burns tweeted, should he so choose, should he so choose since DeMar Hamlin has, has been cleared to play. He has gone from plus 125 to minus 150, minus 200, minus 250, minus 500, minus 1000 within minutes for comeback player of the year. So uh, we talk a lot about the markets in the deep dive discord. Um, That's going to be one. I don't think anyone's going to be paying attention to. And I just want to say me being the donkey ass better than I'm taking other players. I bet. Well, I bet Demar Hamlin at plus three thirty when it, the market opened in February. So good like, on you. Yeah, so I'm like that was a good grab. Because like, if he plays a single snap, we we talked about this back then. Like, if he plays a single snap, he's gonna win comeback player of the year. Like, yeah. they're gonna be like tripping over themselves to give it to him. And like, the the, the thing that kind of su- the kind of thing that kind of sucks about that market in general is like it's actually if you t- if Demar Hamlin were to not play, and obviously we're very happy that he's healthy and going to be able to play, but in the hypothetical where he were not, it was going to be like a really interesting market because you had like Lamar Jackson was in that market and uh, Cooper Cup in that market and just a bunch of like other guys who were really interesting names, and now it's just going to be kind of like if Demar not Hamlin plays at all, he's going to win. What'd you say, noobs? Not Zach Wilson, Patrick. <laughs> no. Come on. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to go out and see how deep this gets. I'm going to go cherry pick a couple quarterbacks, a couple wide receivers, because if he plays great, like that's awesome. But he's gonna play, is he really going to play football? I does think he need to play football? How much guaranteed money like does it. he have? He's going to write a book and do like talks about this for the rest of his life. Like, So since we're talking about bet online – Russell Wilson plus 900. I'm not a big fan of giving it to someone who's just coming back from being terrible at football. Yeah, that's, um, that's not bad. Cooper Cup is plus 1600. Trey Lance is plus 2000, which I don't love that. Kyler Murray plus 2000. Lamar Jackson plus 2000. 
Uh, Calvin Ridley is thirty-three to one, and I've actually bet him. I bet him. I bet him at the price beforehand, and I actually have talked myself. I did it kind of as a bit. I bet five bucks on it. Uh, I've kind of talked myself into like again in a Demar Hamlin uh, market without Demar Hamlin in it. Talked myself into the idea of that actually being legitimate. Who knows? Uh, Tua at thirty-three to one, but I just don't know that anybody wants to watch Tua Tungavailoa play football anymore. Uh, I don't. And then um, Brees Hall. Brees Hall is interesting to me at forty to one because Brees Hall would have won Rookie of the Year last year had he not torn his ACL. It could be kind of like the way Brees Hall gets if he has if he rushes for over a thousand yards and the Jets make the playoffs. Like he could be a guy who gets the, the votes there. Um, the rest of the numbers, like whatever. There are names here who I don't even like recognize on there. What would Lamar Jackson really be coming back? I know he missed like the Injury. last few games of the year, but like yeah. he still played like right. 13 games. It's not like that's he another one to me. Like again, without Demar Hamlin, like the names that I think you have to consider are Cup, Ridley, and Brees Hall. I like I think Cooper those are Cup. The three. I don't think the NFL would like let Ridley win it after being suspended for gambling. I think the argument is a Christian league. We believe in redemption. I think sure, I think what point. turned the t- I think what turned the tide for him was the Players Tribune article where he talked about his mental health. And okay, if it, didn't if see, it, didn't I, I missed that? Yeah, I'll send it to you. Like you, you read and like go, like when this he put out this Players Tribune article, and then all these people who cover football came out like rooting for him, hope he's doing well, like all this kind of all these things about his mental health, and like I'm not gonna not yeah. take him at his word for it. So like if it kind of becomes the this is a guy who came back from having mental health struggles. Totally fair. Then did like not realize that, that was so the like, case yeah. So well. I kind of talked myself into that being a legitimate bet. Cause I'm a donkey. So who knows? You just have to support a fellow gambler. Well, there's also that too. One of us, one of us. Um, we got anything else guys? I don't, God, I don't know. We got Man. secret NFL bets snuck we in there. Got playoffs yeah. tonight. I'm excited. Are there any other sports season. left? Like, uh, there somebody, has, I guess somebody's probably playing darts or ping pong somewhere. There's there's many golf, which I which I know you and Andy, and Andy. will get deep into tomorrow on tomorrow's show. So that's it couldn't be a better tease than that. For the first time in the history of brown bag bets, and not a figurative sense, someone on the show is literally going to bet on themselves. So uh they'll be back and uh what anything else, guys? Oh yeah, Jared Jackson Jr. Oh yeah, Jerry Jackson Snoop's Jr. big win. You're gonna you got that. We'll we'll find out who the clutch player of the year is tonight. Whatever that the is. King tomorrow. series locked up. But <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so uh, Andy and Noops will be back tomorrow, and we uh, thank you guys for tuning in, and uh, they will talk to you tomorrow. <laughs>